Hello and welcome to another episode of Scoreboard. Yes, I know. It's been a while. A lot has happened on our hiatus. The coronavirus pandemic, Black Lives Matter movement. As everybody's at home practicing social distancing, we have decided to use this time to talk about issues that have been affecting the Black community in this country. I want to thank my co-host, Sakshan, for giving me the space to talk to some of my friends on issues and our experience we have faced. So, we'll be having these very important, uncomfortable conversations, but it has to happen. This is Scoreboard. Long time I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, my name is Jane. I have my good friend here. Let people know about you. Hey, everybody. My name is Chiana Asa. What's doing, Chiana? Let people know a little bit more about you. Don't be shy. <laughs> well, I am a um, second year master's student at San Jose State University uh, in the Applied Anthropology program, um, studying to be a user experience researcher. Ooh, you fancy girl. You fancy. Thank you for um uh taking time out your busy day to talk to me, a little old me. Uh today I wanna um talk to you about being black in corporate America. I know you're about to soon finish and you're about to end up in these spaces. So when you hear being black in corporate America, what's st- what sticks out to you? Um, for me personally, it'll probably be, you know, code switching, having, you know, a different culture with um, who I am as a person in my day-to-day life versus who I am, you know, in the office. Can you elaborate a little bit more on code switching for those who might not understand what code switching is? Yeah, so code switching is basically, I call it an art. Uh, It's the art of being able to switch up your personality to fit into spaces. So, um, you know, I grew up in South Central. So the way I would comport myself around my friends who grew up in the same neighborhood is different from how I behave in, you know, the corporate world. Um, It's a means of survival to kind of blend into your surroundings so that, you know, um, I guess so that you can... I don't know. Um, I would just say it's a survival tactic. Girl, I feel it. It sounds it sounds exhausting in the act to put on, just to to yeah. be. Around. It sounds tiring, like being fake. Like seriously, being fake around someone that you can't stand. It's you know, it's, it's tiring. <laughs> it's tiring. It takes a lot of energy that you don't need to waste on people. But like, it's something you can't be truly yourself around these spaces, it, it, it sucks. Um, like, to even get your foot in corporate America, let's talk about resumes. I think resumes is something a lot of people struggle with because we feel that it's something we want to put on our resume because we're proud of, but we can't because we know that if we put this on there, we might not get that look. Like, for, uh, where we, uh, the where we drew, um, grew up, or the way our name uh, is pronounced. 
how do you feel that you have to like switch up certain things on your resume just to get that look? I mean, definitely. Um, as a Nigerian American, of course, my first name is a common Nigerian name, but not um, not a lot of people in America are familiar with my name or even know how to pronounce it. So um, it was it was pretty difficult for me to decide whether or not. I should use my American middle name on my resume instead of my Nigerian first name. You know, I was advised, you know, that people won't be able to pronounce my name and thus that will lead to them not wanting to, you know, call me back for an interview. And for the longest time when I wasn't getting, you know, getting callbacks, I thought that was the issue. Um, But, you know, I kind of had an inner conversation with myself and, you know, ask myself, what name do I want to be called by? And I wanted to be called by my first name. So in my opinion, I was like, you know, they can, they can either get over it or they can just not hire me, but I don't like that. I like that. You got to stay true to yourself because at the end day, like my mom used to always say, my mom and daddy used to always say, your name is who you are and don't let no one change your name just to please others. So yeah, I totally understand. Like, if you want to be in the spaces, you gotta accept me for I am. If you're not, then it's not a space I want to be at. So yeah, I totally understand. Um, so if, so we talking about resumes. So let's talk about actually get we actually in a space. Like now you about to be a black woman in a space that's dominated by men. Uh, we know that in California they just passed the Crown Act. Uh, for those who don't know, it's to stop discrimination in um, hairstyles. Um, but do you feel like it's going to help us? Um, I think it's, uh, it was the needed first step that, um, to start the movement of, you know, not discriminating based on hairstyles. Um, for the longest time, of course, you know, black women resorted to straightening their hair or getting weaves to, you know, be taken seriously in the corporate world. And I love to see, I love to see this shift in, you know, natural hairstyles and even Afros in, you know, in the corporate world. Um, And me personally, I'm emboldened by it. Um, You know, I can shave my head one day, then wear a wig another, then grow my hair out to an Afro and still, you know, still be in these spaces. And as a Black woman, it's very powerful to, to just be myself. And I appreciate the fact that now I can be myself without that hindering, you know, my work. Nice, nice. I love that. I love that spirit in you. Yeah, because our hair is our beauty. Our hair defines who we are as a person. It, exactly. My hair shows our culture, and I'm proud of my culture. And I, I'm, I'm glad that California has took that step because I – Wherever I go, I want people to know who I am truly. And if it's for me to have my hair set in a way that my ancestors had it, the way my mom did, almost like a daughter and mother bond, because you, like, we know when your mom braids your hair, that's like a good time to sit down and talk and just, it's almost like therapy. You just release everything to your mom. So, yeah, so I, I take, I take those things very serious and I'm proud of my hair. Um, so I'm glad that we're allowed to be ourselves. It's a little, it's a slow step, but we there. So I fall. So it's, that was cute. I like it. I like it. So we're going to end on this question. 
you're about to graduate. What's the next step? Oh. Uh, anything? What's looking at you right now? What what do you, what is your dream job? Oh, my dream job is to be a UX researcher at Google. That <laughs> is like the like the epitome of where you could be in this industry. Um, you know, I love working with people. I love working with technology, social media. So for me, like working at Google would be would would let me know that I've made it. I can tell my mom and dad, like, you don't have to worry anymore. I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I've made it. Hey, I like seeing us win. If you win, and we all win. Like, I, I, you know, keep striving for greatness. You know. Thank you. This, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. Uh, keep smiling. Keep thriving. I wish nothing but the best for you. Finish awesome. your year strong. I believe in you. Okay. And you got this. Until next time, you guys. Bye.